0: <laughs> Somebody is loving the chips.
1: Derek, just hit mute.
0: That, 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 just hit mute, Derek. A,
1: no, we're live all the time,
0: all day. Welcome to Speak Is Your Mood. This is Patrick Collins here with you live, with my fellow co-host Derek roebuck How y'all doing? There he is, <laughs> uh, Josh
2: Jernigan. Hey, what's going on? And Matt Collins. Hey, how's it going tonight? So, we
0: are a group of fathers, friends, and followers of Jesus Christ, hoping to bring you uplifting fellowship along with some real life conversation that glorifies Christ. This week, our top topics are going to center around September 11th and to go with a tie or no tie. Other than that, neither you nor us know where this is going to go, so let's get started and we'll speak as you're moved. Matt, would you lead us off in a word of prayer, please? Matt, you with us? Yes, sir. Yeah, crank us off, man. Okay.
2: Dear Lord, we thank you so much for the opportunity we have uh, together here tonight, Lord. We ask that you just go us on the show, Lord, and uh, direct and guide our, our voices here tonight, Lord. We just want to Mouth pleases for you. We ask that you um, just strengthen us, encourage us on this way, Lord. Um, thank you so much for these brothers you have to um, fellowship with, Lord. Lord, Again, we just ask that your your words go out and it um, and goes out and encourages or lifts or helps someone struggling, maybe, Lord, here tonight, Lord, that it can be something for you and your glory, Lord. We ask this in your name. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. So let's jump right into our icebreaker question. Um, i gonna put it to Joshua Jernigan. If you could kill any trend forever, what would it
3: be? Ooh, that is that is a lot of responsibility there. Because um, <laughs> I, uh, I mean, you know, you pull the trigger on one, and another one pops up. Um, let's see. Mm. I haven't really thought about it. I'm echoing a little. Um, let's see. Do you need a pass? Ooh. No pressure. No. Circle
0: back around. No, there. I mean,
3: it, 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 well, see, like, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings either, because, like, my initial thing is that, like, boom, no more Crocs, you know? Oh. And they got these oh. new Adidas oh. shoes that look like they're wearing, like, a Nerf football. And I'm like, whose <laughs> idea was that? Have y'all seen those? I think they're <laughs> Adidas, maybe. Oh, man, they look like a Nerf football is on your foot. And... Um, I, I'm I'm friends with a, a, a few fellows that love the shoes, and then that's their new shoe of choice. It's like a white football on their foot, but that see, but that was just silly, you know. Like it's not one that really
1: affects me. Um, I'd say. The, uh, well, it's kind of it's kind of like, hypothetical, Josh. I mean, you don't actually have the ability to kill these trims, so you don't have to put that much well, thought into
4: it. Well, I'm just like like, like, a, like flesh you're not, color restoring power upon you. I mean,
1: like, <laughs> can
3: we can we get rid of those? <laughs>
4: <laughs> flesh, have, have you what seen you, those at
3: Walmart uh, before? Like, you, you uh, double take and like, there's somebody that. You, I mean, you, yeah. If they were naked, it would be crazy. Like, but you're like, what? What? But it's just flesh color leggings. Yeah, that, that's no good. That is no good. I mean, the cellulite and the, the, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, either that or um, just do away with, um, I, I would say that because the other ones kind of come and go. I would say the the, the leggings or, I guess there's some people that just wear too tight stuff, you know? And I'm like, just do away with tight clothing. How about that? Does that sound okay? Yeah, just trash it. Yeah, trash. <laughs> it's,
1: trash, it's, trash. Oh, it's trash.
0: Trash, garbage. Derek, what about you? What
1: Sorry you for taking this you? too serious, Derek. <laughs> yeah, <Sorry. laughs> man, just, just ease up, bro.
3: I mean, uh, I, it's, it's a big responsibility. Don't be going. Don't Now, now you're putting
1: pressure on me now, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of scared. Um, uh-huh. it's my fashion—it's not—it's not necessarily a fashion trend. It's just a trend in general. Get rid of squatted trucks.
2: Oh, it's good. Oh, one. Does anybody
1: know what I'm check. talking about? Yeah. Yes. Chalks with the back check. is lower than the front. Like, with the is, I know I'm, yes. I know everybody, if there's any kids on here, they're going to be like, oh, bro, man, that is awesome. It's not awesome. It's totally lame. There's no, absolutely zero purpose for it. Mm-hmm. That's how just look like a moron. But that would probably be my, uh, that's the one that really gets my goat um it looks like you're ten, like the shocks
3: went out or something <laughs> like it's just, yeah we, it's like well, you when I was,
1: they said uh when i was i guess younger i was probably late teenagers we used to they didn't have it um it wasn't really a fashion then but it was called ghost trailer and it looked like you were carrying a trailer but there was no trailer back there you know And it was more or less when somebody was just hauling a load of block or something but,
4: but yeah uh, i would say uh,
1: do away with the squatting trucks it's dumb So, my two cents on the matter.
0: Matt, what about you? If you could demolish a trend dead and gone, buried, never to be risen again?
4: It won't be
2: Crocs. I'm just kidding.
4: The coronavirus. I don't know who's. Trend?
2: I don't know if that's a trend. <laughs> that's not trend. I'm just trend, kidding. Bro. I'm just kidding. I think would be almost stick on the same lines of uh, the cars with Derek and there's little like people that soup up their Hondas. They're like they may not make it a mile down the road, but they they spend all their yeah. money on their mufflers. Yeah. So, oh yeah. I don't know what I'm. A, who sparked I'm okay that? With one. loud cars. You're okay. But, well, oh, the the lawn going down the road. No, not are you loud cars right now? I'm not saying
3: you're okay with loud cars. Oh, yeah. Like like. Somebody comes by yeah, yeah. and I'm like, I don't want to hear
4: that.
1: Like, that's yeah, one of the yeah. reasons why
4: ma- well, motorcycles it all, all on how it to annoy me.
1: Not an <laughs> RC car, you know. So not let you me buy you a motorcycle. muffler. <laughs> that just that just enrages you.
3: Me. I mean, you think they spend all that money on a Harley, they could afford a good, you know, muffler. I don't know. I, I, I right, mean, you I'm you like, older. why are you just why are you hurting other people's ears just for your own enjoyment? That just seems mean.
0: <laughs> I heard a, I mean. heard a motorcycle motorcyclist an avid motorcycle rider. I don't know what you would call that. Um advocate that the Harleys and other motorcycles are so loud so that so people can hear them coming and not get over and like hit them or whatever. Which that sounds that to me, me like <laughs> just, just
4: like wear a strobe light or something. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: like more of never
4: I never know where they're
3: coming from, I don't know which way it's coming from. I just know
0: there's a but truth be, if truth be told, literally, I was I was on the road late one night because y'all know how it is. We've all been on the road super late, and it was dark, and I was staying in my lane, driving down the interstate, and coming up on a guy, and I didn't want to break cruise, um, and so I was about to just drift over into the left lane and right before i drifted over i heard one of those little speed bike things you know you, you can hear yeah. and I, I heard him i actually never saw him until he was past me but i heard him coming and i didn't get over and man it scared he must have been going 100 it scared me so yeah i'm bad. saying like
3: that's on him that's on him if they're going that fast especially at night dummy but um, <laughs> no that's uh <laughs> Anyway, that was a
0: really good justification from that fellow about the hearing. I was like, "Yeah, yeah I like think, that." Like, like what he thinks. <laughs> yeah, okay.
4: Well, he
3: should he should have his his uh, motorcycle be neon like reflective uh, yellow,
2: and uh, and mean, have like an old school train horn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 one too. The train horn that Josh, our, our friend Josh, for all the listeners out there, Simon's, not, Ooh, Josh Turner yeah. had one. No, Man, it was not a train his... horn. It's a different Josh. No, <laughs> the
0: train horn. So Matt, what was yours? What was yours again?
2: It was the like the rice rocket cars. They're like the nineteen seventy two Hondas, but yeah, they've got like ten grand in their muffler. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I don't know. I just I never really got the point, nor really felt it. I mean, it's like kind of like Derek with the squatty trucks. It's like, what in the world? Like just kind of even it out.
4: Mm.
2: Well, I can I can see some of them like. I
1: mean, there there are justifications, you know, performance justifications for certain things, but the squatted truck just has zero. There's just no—I can't think of one good thing. You have zero visibility. You know, it's just—I don't see any performance upgrade reason. And I understand well, this, these, loud cars. And
2: no, these don't and all even that, like but. the the car is not even a performance car. That's the problem. Like I can understand mm. like if you're putting it on like a nice like racing car that you like street race but these i'm talking about people that are just maybe like, it's a sleeper i don't know what it is it's not effective
3: but yeah yeah God, so. so you always... guys had a chance to get rid of crocs no get rid of uggs no get man, rid... i, I mean you my, had all these chances <laughs> get rid of those, those 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 timberland boots that they made into high heels i saw those one time you could have got rid of that but instead, you no. just went to rice
1: burners. I mean... Rice burners and pickup up
4: trucks. Rice oh, burners.
0: Man. Well, I'll go ahead and get mine, I guess, and then we'll move on to uh, more serious matter. I actually may offend some people, and I know I'm old now, but it's just the reality. Um, I, two, two trends that I would love to see dead and gone, and it's funny because I actually did both of these things, um, <laughs> is the, um, the socks with the sandals especially like just the like the slides yeah, slides as they call them nowadays that's that's the Um, that's the
1: pre-baller look
4: mm -hmm. that's what you arrive to the gym looking
0: like i kind of want to go make a decision like wear shoes or sandals um and then the second one is the um the long hair trend that is coming among and i guess it's always been there uh, but around guys just having ridiculously okay, okay, okay. long hair, um, it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of just like we're not in Viking culture anymore. So you did do have long
4: Samson. hair. And then, I did, yeah. And, and then I was yeah. I
0: was that guy.
3: You were that guy, long hair with the socks and the sandals. Yeah, somebody's rearranging their whole bedroom. It sounds like, but um, no. <laughs>
4: It's, uh, Derek, he's buddy. getting a haircut right now. This I don't know Derek. what he's doing. I mean,
1: like, yes.
2: He's about to get about voted about off to, the island. I'm outside. I mean, he's about to get we, voted off the, the island. We have
1: to drop off the back of my truck.
2: He's getting <laughs> voted off the island.
1: Oh, dear. Like,
3: We have a radio program, but also, I need to move out everything out of the garage real quick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can do both. I'm getting a new couch, um, honey. Back it in there, boys. i the suspension
1: on my pickup truck. That's the impact yeah. going on. He's, Oh,
2: okay, I got you. He's getting rid of the squad.
3: He's like, man, I do everything. Yeah, taking the friend. lift off the
1: front of my truck. There you go. He's got a leveling <sighs> kit now.
0: Oh man. Well, anyway, <sighs> yeah. if you're listening in and you have a trend you'd like to kill forever, feel free to send it on over to speak as you moved at gmail.com We'll see what we
1: can do about it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. What we can do we'll, out, right? we'll run up the flagpole. <laughs> we'll put our
2: heads together. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Talk to the Bob. <laughs> Oh,
0: man. Oh, man. So, um, flipping back over to Derek if he's done with working on his truck. Um,
1: yeah, i I'll, I'll washing my hands now. I'm ready to stop. Mm-hmm. So, tell
0: us, Diesel D., where were you on September 11th,
1: 2001? September, man, let me take you back in time. I was in Liberty, North Carolina. I was, I remember get, waking up. We didn't have a TV um in my during my childhood and I remember waking up um and coming into the living room and my mom has this little tv on the on the kitchen table and she's watching something and and I I remember at the time it was I didn't think it like she's like oh they they like Somebody flew into the twin towers. I said, uh, "I mean, I was like, what are the twin towers? I mean, I have no idea what's going on. You know? And I didn't really think nothing of it. Like it was kind of like just kind of like a headline, and I didn't pay it much attention. But she and I was like, it's really weird that my parents have this little TV out now on the on the on the mm. table. And I was like, apparently this is ooh, where's this um, been? <laughs> I know. You know, um, how long TV did I for? sleep? <laughs> um, but they." Uh, I don't remember where it came from, or if they borrowed it from a neighbor or something. But obviously, it was later on in the in the morning. You know, wasn't it like eight a.m. Um, but I woke up and was kind of just, you know, going about the house. Um, September, I think I was. I'm in eighth grade. I was homeschooled, so I was probably getting uh. Getting my school work ready and everything. and I just started listening <laughs> in on it, and it was like it was a big deal. I'm like, people are really making a big deal about this. I probably need to go over here and see what's going on and i remember walking over there and, and realizing it, and the the picture that i think everybody has seen is the one about the somebody jumping out of the out of the top you know um yeah. the the you know the mid the mid yeah. on fire and they're just like they just dove off the house and said what? And that when it hit me i was like oh this is something else you know but it, this isn't just like a, like a news headline or something like like your typical news stuff um but it was uh from then on that was like then we were kind of glued in on what's actually going on. Um, But yeah, that was, uh, that was the Liberty days. So, uh, and it was, it was something to see, you know, we sat there and watched it. And and, uh, I remember just, just being like, I don't know, it was was crazy to see all that because it was live, you know, it wasn't like it was like they had edited. I mean, they, they may have edited some of it, but like, it was, it was just like watching somebody with a, with a, Camera phone walking through there, and I was like, "Man, this is crazy," and you're just seeing all kinds of carnage, and and it just went on and on and on. You know, it was it never stopped. I was like, "Okay, well, well, we'll tune back in later on." You know, it was just the only thing that was on TV. Um, and so I was like, the longer I looked at it, the more I realized how big of a deal it was. But, yeah. Yeah. Terrible time.
0: Yeah, I can remember um, being. I was actually with my mother, and I was homeschooled at the time, so we were headed to, can't remember, we were headed to a test, test something, or I don't remember, maybe it was tutoring or whatever, and, and I think dad or somebody actually called her, maybe Uncle Steve, but anyway, um, and by her reaction, you know, I, I just I knew something terrible had happened. Of course, my first thought was somebody, in the family, had died, which, you know considering what actually happened, that probably would have been a better thing. Um, but there was just, yeah. there was so much, I mean, just, just her facial reaction was just, I realized that it was gonna be something that, really quick, that, you know, would would go down in, in history. So, Josh,
3: what about you, man? Man, I was in high school, of course, um, and I remember, um, I think his name was uh, Jonathan Hester, running down the hall and he was always like kind of a, um, one that you kind of knew would go into the Navy or the army or something. He's a ROTC guy, you know, and he'd been my mm-hmm. friend for like through, all through middle school. They come down and he was saying like, Hey, someone's hit the twin towers. I'm like, what, really? Um, I mean, I, I knew I've always liked New York and been intrigued by New York. Um, just cause I love big buildings and architecture, that kind of stuff. Um, that's the same, the only, only allure that Las Vegas has to me. It's just like the crazy, how big those buildings are. You know, I mean, it's just, I mean, how much sheetrock did it take? And how did you coordinate? <laughs> you know, I mean, it like, <laughs> baffles me, right? So I'm, I'm sitting there. Uh, I love New York. I've got, you know, little replicas of the skyline and that kind of stuff at my house. Um, and he said that, I'm like, really, what? And so uh, he goes into the classroom, and I follow him in the classroom. It was in between classes. I don't know what I was doing outside of class. Kind of roaming the halls, I not really. I was going somewhere, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But um, they uh, they told him, and so we turned on the uh, the TV there in the class. They had one on the rollers or whatever, and um, and we we watched it happen, and it just like that, then people were calling home, and like the parents were calling because everybody was really scared. Because I mean, you didn't you didn't know what it was, you know. At first, you thought it was just an accident because there had been a plane that had hit. Um, I think it was planning to hit Trans American building before um, I mean just like a little you know Cessna 172 or something like that so you, you don't know what you're looking at you know and then whenever the other one hit while we were watching like then you knew it was an attack and then you really what to think like how big is this attack you know is it right i mean is it one of uh, is it a big superpower and they're hitting all the big spots you know or what you know and they're going to come hit the ports i mean you don't you, you had no clue what what was going on um, and so then parents are calling and I remember like everybody trying just to get home, you know, all the parents are taking everybody out of school cause you're just huddling in place cause you're, you're waiting to see mm-hmm. what the, um, how, how big this thing is, you know? Um, it rocked my world pretty good just cause like, that's the first big, you know, I mean, I was, I was aware whenever we had another national crisis, um, the, um, I don't know if you guys know it or not. I'm a little bit older, but um, the Waco, Texas, the Branch Davidian compound, I don't know right. if you guys were like whenever that, um, whenever the government stormed the compound,
4: yeah, that crazy. I remember
3: right. listening to that on the radio. Um, so that was, that was some craziness, but this was like the first thing, you know, we I saw in real time, you know, um, and it, it really, it humbles you down. It makes you, make, make, makes you really thankful for what you've got and those around you. Um, cause we're none and then And then, you know, I just remember everybody's story coming out, you know, the guy that, you know, was supposed to be on that flight and missed it, or the guy that was supposed to go into work that day, but somebody else took a shift, um, in the twin towers or, you know, that kind of stuff. Like you start hearing the stories and it just, I mean, like, I don't know how people live with that, you know, like hmm. there's people with guilt, there's people that never got to say goodbye. And then you start hearing the, the, um, the ones that called from the airplane to say goodbye to their families, yeah. Like, and you, you try to put yourself in their shoes. Like, how in the world do they have the strength to you know, like, hey, we're about to take this plane down so it doesn't kill hundreds and thousands of people because they're not exactly yeah. sure where it's going, but we know it's going to be used for that once they had the reports, you know, what had happened in the the um, the World Trade Centers, and yet to have the the mindset, you know, like, hey, I love you. I'm sorry. I hope I can make it through this, but I don't think, I mean, I don't, I don't think we are because we're going to have to go storm the cockpit and these guys have a death wish. Um, Mm -hmm. but I just, I remember like that just kind of like, wow, those are some strong people. And, um, I, I, you know, wanted to be, I I, I wanted, I want to think that I could be that strong. I don't think I could be, you know, (laughs) um, the, the let's roll guy. Like, I I don't, I don't know that I could do that. Um, no, but then again, I mean, the alternative is to be used for evil, you know, and I wouldn't ever want to be used for evil either. So um, I, I, I remember that it, you know, it did turn us upside down. The The weird thing is we were okay. I mean, we kind of were used to tragedy a little bit. Cause I don't know about you guys, but like in middle school, I just remember we had like bomb scares and um, what, when was Columbine? Do y'all remember what year that was?
2: No. Mm-hmm. I'll
3: look it up. Um, no, let's see. It was, I got it right here. Yeah. It was, um, two years prior, um, in 99. Okay. yeah, you know, when I was hard. in middle school and that, yeah. And that rocked our world then. So, I mean, like it wasn't, it, we, we weren't, not that we were used to tragedy, but we already had been turned on our heads after Columbine Like, Cause then like anytime there was a gun scare, like we had protocols and like, I remember in my middle school, we had to go like across the street, like the main um, South College Road um, to the, uh, the park across the, the road with the whole school, basically. So, I mean, like our lives changed when that happened and then it changed again even more whenever 9-11 happened. But um, so I, I'm hoping it breeds some uh, some tough individuals. I haven't seen that yet. Um, I'm kind of <laughs> kind of scared of the direction of our society with, with a lot of people that, you know, they, 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 they can't call and order pizza and they're mad about everything under the sun. I mean, they just don't seem like, you know, I feel like an old fuddy-duddy like kids these days. But, um,
4: <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I
3: just remember it rocking a world and, uh, and going and, and kind of not being sure of what in the world it was and then gradually learning more and more about it yeah yeah that's
0: definitely true because you just well it's like everyone you know i feel not everyone but most people when the first plane hit there was still some ambiguity around it about whether yeah, it, was, not an it was a terrorist attack and then the second right. plane hit and it was like it's a terrorist attack and then right yeah you know what what no that okay point. well what's next is this the beginning right. or is this the end and um you know i um in a, in a similar, in a similar fashion, um, coronavirus will probably be like that to this coming generation. Um, just something that's never happened before. And, um, but no, I just, I just can't, every time I think about September 11th, the word sacrifice comes to mind for me. Just of so many people who were brave, like you mentioned, Josh, who were brave and who gave so much, Mm -hmm. um, you know so much and many who gave their all to try to to try to rescue and save and and um, do what they needed to do to keep people alive during those
3: attacks it's it's and inspiring. it's crazy how far we've come too like it it, it kind of made me sad this year of all the years because like we were so pro first responders after 9/11 cuz we knew i mean it was so evident what they do they go into these you know, life threatening situations, not knowing what's going to happen. You know, they were running up those. St- I mean, no, no question on whether or not they should run up the, uh, the, the flights of stairs trying to get to people that were trapped or not. You know, they were going to do it. Um,
4: mm-hmm.
3: And, and now, now they're, they're villainized rather regularly. And it's kind of sad just to see that happening because they really are some of the best of, of our society. Um, those first responders that we saw um sacrifice that much heroes
2: yep what you think matt man i mean all y'all kind of touched on it a little bit i uh so i I thought i was homeschooled too um josh i don't know if i was i don't know if i'm the same grade as you i think i was in ninth grade because i mean if if patrick you were in eighth i was in ninth but i thought y'all were coming to uh, pick me up. I was in ninth because I was in a class, like a homeschool class. I didn't do it completely at home. And I think y'all were coming to, to get me or, or came to get me. And yeah, we probably were. And in, I just didn't. I don't remember. In the big actually. van. And I do remember like a conversation like the, you know, the World Trade Centers have been attacked or like, you know, someone took ran a plane into the World Trade Centers. And I, I think it was just kind of just more like just like, you know, what in the world? Like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, and, and then what, what really took me to that to place of this is reality is when I was able, you know, we had TV, was able to come home and, and like physically watch it and like, you know, because if, if you watch enough news, it just repeats itself and, you know, you, yeah. you can just digest it. But I, I, I think, um, like to Josh's point, I just, I can't believe the people, the men and women, and it, I, I, the first responders obviously are, are prominent. And then also there was probably people in stories, you know, of just, you know, people that were working in the towers that helped people survive. But just the reality of, you, I don't know what a, what a firefighter was thinking when he, you know, he decided to go in, like, the first, you know, first, stace, you know, first truck in, yeah. and just thinking, like, am I really going to make it out, you know, type of thing? I, I mean, I guess you would think so. Um, but I think, like, to your point, Josh, those guys that took over that, I don't know if it was guys and girls, but the, I know the Pentagon got hit, and there was rumors that yep. that one might wasn't going towards the White House. I mean, it was obviously going to 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 do something, um, right? And and those the people, main
3: guy's name was Todd Beamer. Todd Beamer that. was he a Florida yeah. State guy? Let's Is that why he said
2: "Let's roll"? I don't
3: no. I just I don't know. He just um, I just know that he said it like he was like, yeah, "Hey, I remember they got to do this something thing," like kind of led the charge. Um,
2: huh. And that's kind of what I was. Those people. Um, Everybody sacrificed, but those people almost, you know, their destiny um, was set on those decisions. Um, and I just remember, I do, I remember the country just uniting itself through great tragedy. Um, I don't know what it is about that, but I feel like, you know, as a country during during these type well, at least at least I saw it during 9-11. I mean, it was like people grabbed hold of what really was important. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe people became more spiritual if you want to call it that or at least felt like you know thought more about eternity yeah thought least. more about eternity yeah exactly I don't know what I don't know if souls were saved I mean that's not my place to find out but I do know that like it just seems like people there was love and there was compassion and um, and unity and I, I I um I will tell you this Josh I, have you were you did you go up to New York when the when the, the uh, museum was put together have you been since the museum was put together?
3: Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. I went I went uh, with my dad um while I was still in high school. See, I was a um sophomore whenever um the planes hit. Um as a as a senior, they were still I mean, they they had the whole place, you know, it was down to nothing, but they gotten the debris kind yeah. out of the way, but all, like all the stuff zero. was still closed. Yeah. yeah. It was ground zero. It was definitely still ground zero when we went. Um and saw the site and um and I mean some of the buildings around it were still closed and everything. Um but, yeah, I, we went back. I've been back a few times and uh, to see the memorial and go to the museum. Yeah,
4: the, museum.
3: the museum will really rock your world. Um, yeah. if, but I, if you if you haven't gone, I really suggest it. Um, and, and, and they're very mindful. Like, if you have kids with you or whatever, it lets you know. Some of that live footage that Derek was talking about, you know, where it's basically either being burned alive or feel like you at least control your own destiny by jumping from the building um, and, and all that footage that were really make you just just realize how tragic it was um that footage is off to the side to where you don't have to see it you know so they're Mm -hmm. not trying to shock you on the stuff um they'll it it warns you so you know you can keep kids and stuff away from that area but um the rest of it i mean just because it's kind of built around and they've got like part of the foundation still there yeah um inside the museum and uh they have a wall that's a different shade of blue for everyone that was lost. And that kind of makes you realize the enormity of how one event took so many lives, you know. Um, I've been to that. Um, I mean, it's just – it, it it's, it's completely different, you know, than like the Holocaust Museum um, yeah. in D.C., where that you see the enormity of too. that. Yeah, like both of them make you just like you, – you see evil and what it can do, but also – you can highlight the good that mm-hmm. comes from, from everybody else. And I'm, 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 it makes you, you know, either, both of them will, will rock your day, you know, <laughs> like um, just, just, just going in it. No doubt. Um, but they have that little audio book, like the audio tour, like, you know, on the headsets. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's open right now with COVID. Um, they were going to close down the, uh, the light memorial. Y'all see that? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the shining lights that they do every year on 9-11, they were going to not do them because of coronavirus. And I'm like, how's that, how's that, how's that affect anybody? Like, you don't have to, you don't have to like touch the lights. You know what I'm saying? Like you see them from yeah. like from New Jersey, from <laughs> everywhere. I mean, you see these lights, they were going to use it as an opportunity to not shine them. And I'm like, nah, y'all are dumb. How how soon y'all forget like how we were going to do the never forget and nothing will be more important than, you know. And then <laughs> yeah, exactly. all of a sudden like, oh, I don't know. We're going to save money on the light bill and, you know, coronavirus <laughs> stuff. I, I just,
2: I, I went there. I was asking you, John, I thought you'd been there, and i I'll echo, you, yeah. man, if anybody's on this call and like hey, you might I don't like New York. Well, if you don't like New York, that's fine. But if you want to go like take a day and go to see mm-hmm. that museum, that that's what brought like a you know, a thirty three year old guy back to his fourteen year old self, but just mm-hmm. like the reality, like Josh was saying. So there was a couple rooms. I literally I removed myself from one of them. I went in there because they were basically it was like audios. You click on a person, and it tells their experience, um, yeah. and it's it's gut wrenching, and it's. But it, but I I, I think, it, and then there's but it really just there's a couple other spots too. Like Josh, you were talking about like it was built from the wall, and and um, you can just see like there's different there's a bunch of artifacts. I mean I think me and Anna spent like four or five hours in there might yeah, maybe been down. And but th- I'll tell you one thing that was really neat about the whole set. Well, that was done really well, but then you have where where grounds was and they made like the um what do they call it? like the 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 pool, I don't, they, they have a name for it? I can't remember. Do you remember, Josh?
3: Uh, you mean the 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 waterfall like where the yeah. footprints are? Yeah. Yeah, um. where they've
2: engraved all the names yeah but we we kind of it, it was it was me and Anna walked on site it was cold it was windy and we kind of got out there and, and got off the got off the subway and started walking and it was like it was like there's the hustle and bustle in New York and then you yeah. get on that site and it's just like silence and they'd say to be silent but you just like the sovereign feel of this place like this you know these towers existed at one point you know um it, it's it's a it's a moving, I guess, uh, feeling for me. It was emotional, but I was thankful that, um, you know, for what I had, because you know, obviously I didn't live in New York, but, but no, that the museum is is phenomenal. It's let some. One thing that I've
0: just kind of drawn comparisons, um, like you guys talked about. I can remember just the national cry. For vengeance, of one thing, but also just there's it just drew us together as a people. So much unity um, yeah. and American spirit came in, you know, and coronavirus is, has really not done that. Um, yeah. And it's seen it, I think part of that reason is because our enemy was made plain to us, you know, not long after the towers went down and it kind of it kind of gave us a target and and with this virus it's like it's so it's been so difficult to to you know find i guess it's almost like sometimes people want someone to blame um
3: so we can and and you and you attack you know (laughs) we're we're at each other's throats already and and then you couple that with people making decisions public policy decisions that interrupt our lives and mm-hmm. yet they also have biases as well. And um, I mean, uh, Jeff Price on our abbreviated can't mean, I remember, you know, he, he started to touch on it and then he just said, I, I pray for those and public policy making sense because it is a hard decision, but you look back and, and you see some place like California where they won't come out against mass gatherings if it's for protesting
4: for whatever right.
3: cause, but they are keeping churches closed. So they, are making a call on what is important and what's not, whether or not just because it's not across the board the same, and right. and that puts people at other people at odds. You know, you feel like they are doing it out of a political agenda rather than just out of safety, and so everybody's not on board, and there's no unifier. You know, I, I, there's you're right. There's not a common enemy per se. Um, you know, unless you want to get mad at the guy who may or may not have ate a bat. Did we ever figure that out? What was it? the lab or was it not the lab it was just the bat suit like, it is just i'm not no, sure there's not a real people are dying we just don't enemy. know
2: how yeah and it's,
4: yeah like
0: <laughs> i just i can remember as a 13 year old you know like i mean i had friends who who even going into high school so it was years after and and they were bound and determined to listen to military and there and the reason was nine eleven. I mean, they were going because yeah. they wanted to go fight. And right. it's that scripture, the scripture that came to my mind is vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, and I will repay. Yeah. Yep. It's so hard for us as people to relinquish that thirst for vengeance. Um and I really do I really do feel like that coronavirus in some ways has been a true a true test of patience um yeah because because we don't have an opportunity to to seek vengeance and retribution um right. and we have to just have faith and man when nine eleven hit i mean it was like i remember i think it might have been dad said a few times like we're that's it we're going to war i mean he just he just knew that that it was it was um, america was gonna was going to obviously go to war and and My. of course we did.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, for a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt. So, but anyway, it was a it was is crazy time for sure. A day that many Americans will never forget. Um yep. diesel any parting thoughts or
1: you still there? Yeah. Still with well, us? You Still yeah. working I'm on your there. truck there? Okay, I, I... No, actually, it's funny. I had to mute myself and run outside because it's pouring down rain, and I thought I left my windows down.
4: Oh, this so guy!
1: I was trying to do the whole like, you know, am I am I on mute? Am I sure? Am I sure I'm on mute? You know. And, this guy
2: lives in the moment, Rod's God. door I mean, I wing. Oh, yeah. Like the old guy in the zoo. I, mean, I wing it, man. Mute your if mic. I wing it. If you get if you get Derek's
3: undivided <laughs> attention, you are doing something.
2: <laughs> I gonna say that.
1: I am oh, giving you my undivided, Leah. I mean, mm-hmm. ditto and stuff. Whatever y'all said. Well, um, what? The thing? Good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so, Diesel, correct me
0: as moving on into tie or no tie. Are are you are you a are
1: you a tie guy or are you a no tie guy? I'm more of a no tie guy nowadays. I used to be a tie guy, <laughs> and then I got. A little more weight on me you know and so now when i wear a tie it looks like you're just strangling a water balloon and so i'm like i'm not really into ties much anymore
4: <laughs> you know and,
1: and uh, i'm more about comfort now I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very comfortable dresser i'm to the point now where if i could get by with it i would wear the same pair of pants and the same shirt at every meeting and, um, Amen. and i would be 100 percent okay with that but that's not uh not where i find myself just yet but i have dwindled down i well, have Derek, on, do you... a handful of shirts so <laughs> no <laughs> will you wear a tie the... to a wedding Derek? yeah yeah no so, wait, so I, i'm trying to try when to to i when it. i i think i i may have mentioned this topic and the point of it was not really about that it was more or less the, um you know what do we i guess how do we approach the getting dressed up for church is it um is it out of tradition you know like for me it obviously is because that's what we've always done you know as as now opposed to how much of like i guess how dressed up is getting dressed up to you you know and so for me i i do you know i I wear a tie to mostly weddings and funerals um you know and i'm not i don't have convictions on on um i guess getting dressed or not getting dressed dressed up you know Mm-hmm. Um, some people are of the mindset that you know, it's you to super fast. casual. You know. Well yeah, and, and it is well you have you have ones like our leader here in Columbia who basically wore from what I understand, pretty much a suit every day of his life. Um, you know, and he would he would go to the job and he would be dressed up for church, you know. Um mm-hmm. my dad is a lot like that. Um it's not necessarily that he has nice clothes, but he always has the, uh, the Roebuck uniform Blue button-down. Khaki. You know, it's, 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 it's a staple. So, yeah, the wingtips, the, the khaki pants, and the blue shirt button-down. And so it's not about, I, I guess I was putting it out there, you know, what is dressed up to you? you know, are you, a, you know, a suit and tie on Sunday only? Are you, you know, that's because of whatever reasons that you have? But um, I did, I used to dress up a good bit when I was younger. You know, and dating and all that, but I uh, haven't. Uh, I'm more about comfort now. I'm a dad, so I got the dad bod. I got the dad look. I haven't migrated. A place in for cargo shorts. <laughs> just Do you yet. see a place for ties. I mean, they yeah, I mean, are. I mean, there's a place for ties, but tradition? I'm not against it. I just, uh you know, it's more. I don't have a conviction on. Like, I'm not wearing a. I'm not not wearing a tie because of whatever reason. It's just you know, I'm mm-hmm. fat and lazy, so I don't really want to uh do you think god's happy with what and lazy <laughs> I mean, he's, he's gotta be he's happy with me i have no convictions on it i'm just uh, curious i, mean, I, do, I mean, I'm it's just, not like it's i'm sure showing question. up in like it, it but it's It's not about the it's not about the uh i guess it's not about the what it's the why you know, that's my follow-up and i've heard and saying it's not about the what it's the why so you know, you can, as long as I get to church, I think that's more important than, like, if I'm out of town. You know, I, I do a lot of work out of town, and if I'm able to go to church, um, you know, wherever that I'm sounds, at, big, then I'll, And uh, I
3: agree to a point, but that sounds like the justification behind the guy that wears rainbow flip-flops, you know, to worship. I mean, like, there is a line, right? I mean, is there a line?
1: I don't know. That's that's the, not really. Not to me. No,
3: shorts? I mean, you no, know, would flops, you wear shorts in church?
1: Well, I'm saying would I would wear short shorts in church. I would not do it on purpose, but I would have no problem going into church with shorts on. Um, mm-hmm. if, I do, but it's, the, it's not the what; it's the why. I know, and that's what we're saying. I, I want to. That was the the. I know we all have differing opinions on that. I know that yeah. some some of y'all will wear ties, but not bow ties, you know. And some of the people will not wear any ties, you know. And it's it. Yeah. We all have what I'm getting at. We all have our uh, convictions. Might be a, a heavy word for it, but we all just have the things well, that I we do, and we might have reasons why. Well, and, I can and, use and convictions. I'm okay with that um, because yeah. I have not currently in my life I have not been convicted on the way that I dress to go to church. Now I'm not a slob by any means, you know. I still wear, you know, I wear khaki pants and I'm somewhat of a, as my wife would say, it's it's probably going to be a blue and it's probably going to be somewhat of a plaid or patterned checkered slash church, <laughs> you know. And it's, it's always going to be long sleeve. It's never going to be short sleeve, and you know, and I have I have my uniform more or less but um I know that others you know have have convictions or you know thoughts on how they dress um but I would I would not be one to to shun well I don't think any of us would but um right I I'm okay with somebody coming in to church because they want to be in church but they either don't have the clothing um or don't know any better, you know, haven't been haven't been raised in the way that we have or it's the why on that. I agree. It's yeah, a it's why. a lot mm-hmm. of the why. Now you you look at me, yeah. who is somebody who I guess who has means who, who would not have clothes. Yeah, I have I have the money to to buy a suit and a tie every single you know, for every church service and you know, and I can get dressed up if I want to. Do I? Not really. I used to, but I don't anymore. And it's not because of a mm-hmm. spiritual reason. I'm it's just but Josh is one that is, you know, wants to dress up every service, or you know, he has cares about his appearance, and I care about my appearance too. I just don't really wear a tie up a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would be like an maybe I would bug myself can. out of that
0: hole. <laughs> well, I mean, it's uh, there's, I mean, it's interesting. It's an interesting subject. Um, I mean, I yeah, I definitely fall under at least for the bow tie thing. Um, you know, the Lord works It sounds comical, but. Um, I'm not ashamed of it. The Lord worked with me on wearing bow ties because I, I was wearing them for the attention. I wanted I wanted that. I wanted people just to, to kind of pick me out. Um, and God got on to me and, it, and so they had to go. Um, I guess I, I actually talk, know some folks who go to a church in Alabama, Pleasant Grove, Alabama, and they, they don't believe in wearing ties. They believe them as neck ornamentation, so they don't wear them at all, which I found very fascinating. Um, of course, haven't really I prayed too much about that, but, um, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess for me, though, a lot of it is just, I to, I try to, I try to mirror the somewhat, the congregation that, I'm that I'm going to. So in other words, I don't, I don't want, I don't want my dress to put me out of fellowship. Um, so if I'm coming to a congregation where I know, You know there the wearing of the or the culture is wearing a suit or coat and tie then sure put on a coat and tie um but if i'm which we don't have very many congregations like this but i suppose if for example if maybe we were going to africa or something and we were going to be in a congregation where the the best and most brightest thing you could afford was a pair of khakis and a button down i'd probably wear a pair of khakis and a button down um because i wouldn't I wouldn't want to alienate myself from that congregation, um, or exalt doing. myself above those around me. So, I mean, I think it's just—at least for me personally—it's all about just trying to be in fellowship um, with the ones around you,
2: who you're going to worship with. So, Matt, what you think? No tie. Oh.
1: No tie. <laughs> He's a no tie.
2: I, you know, I I didn't even wear a tie at Jesse and Harrison's wedding, nor did I wear at the rehearsal dinner.
1: I know I was going to say something about it. I, even I wore a tie to that wedding, Matt.
2: I did, and I didn't, you know, didn't want
1: to put you on the spot. You know, I didn't want to like you know condemn you or
2: anything, but I so, was I was kind of amazed. So I mean, I yeah. used to wear a tie probably at least maybe eight to ten years ago. I mean, I, I am a big guy now too, and some of my ties probably don't fit, or my shirt doesn't button up correctly to wear a tie, but I, I don't. <laughs> I don't think no I don't think I would still do it. I mean, so at work the they make us. Yeah, exactly. For some reason, I put these things in the in the dryer. And they just keep. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: you, you don't need to put them in the dryer.
2: But I, so at work on Mondays is office day. I'm out on the road Tuesday through Friday, or 90 time. That's what I'm doing. But anyway, on office day Monday, it's a requirement to wear a tie or a sport coat. Well, when I first started. It was like I was noticed. I was had to wear a tie, and I was like, "Man, this is bad." And like, and I would do it for you know every Monday because I had to kind of thing. And then I found out, oh, you can wear a coat. So now I wear oh, a coat. The DK started kit now. Yeah, but I've gotten so lazy with it <laughs> that I leave my coat on my chair at the office. <laughs> so when I. <laughs> <laughs> So every time you at the
1: office you wear it. You so know. when
2: I get in the office I wear it, I just leave it there. Come back, it'll be there next Monday, hopefully. If it isn't, oh well. <laughs> but I brought it back because I was I'm gonna be out of town next week and I figured two weeks away. Let the maybe the cleaning people clean the coat when they clean the office. Um I don't know. But no, I, I mean I think really what hit me pretty good with it is I can't remember who it was, but it was someone that visited the uh Raleigh congregation and they weren't, they weren't part of our congregation. They weren't part of our church at all. Um, And they made the comment that they felt uncomfortable in, in the attire that they were wearing. Um, They had long Mm -hmm. pants on um, and almost like they couldn't afford or couldn't um, fit in because of what some of the the congregation was wearing, like a suit Mm -hmm. or a tie with no suit. And I, I thought about that. And now we haven't had that happen again. Um, but I was, I mean, that's one thing that really kind of, and I guess to Patrick's the same thing, um, except I just don't, I just kind of do it everywhere. Um, it's, it's just really, it kind of got to me really heavy. Like, you know, I mean, are we boxing people out by our attire? Um, and some people would say, no, that's probably not, you know, we don't have enough people come anyway, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? You know, we're reverence to Sunday. Um, and I I try to find that hard in scriptures where Jesus, um, cared much about that um but I, and i think i do have a problem too with when that when when i think i feel like when people you know dress up to the max for and i don't know their hearts but you know just for the appearance or you know to do this this and this um but i don't know i just felt like when that happened and then just the couple would just i just the feeling of it too with a tie um i don't care as as much as you there yeah. I, I got rid of Derek for a second. Hopefully, he'll join us. I gave him the axe. He was creating feedback. But anyway, um, so yeah, that's kind of where. Buddy. Yeah, he'll be back. But that's kind of <laughs> where you know I am um, a little bit. And maybe it'll change. I, I don't know if I've been to a funeral recently where I did wear a tie. Time. There's, that, there's feedback that feedback
0: you were talking about.
2: Yep, there's Derek again. So that's that's that's, that's kind of where I'm at.
0: Uh, journey. What about you, man? <laughs> what's your What's your take on it? All right,
4: all right. He's
3: been He's been uh, taking notes. I've hear, been taking
4: notes, notes, guys. Arg- arguments
3: maybe. Here, here. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I've always been a little bit passionate about that, and I agree. It's because of there's a tradition there because what we consider nice dress changes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Very I true. am I am thankful that we don't live in the 15th century and have our formality be dictated with cod pieces okay glad that's over with all right there's there's some fashions that are okay that they're no longer part of our tradition okay now with regard to our dress i'm afraid a little bit um i'm gonna try to put it in and you guys know me so don't take offense on anything i'm saying but i do think that the 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 comfort is key approach to worship Mm -hmm. somewhat results in a comfortable, laid-back worship where you don't reverence what you're doing quite like I feel like we should. That's one thing I like about when you do wear a tie. Do I wear a tie every single Sunday? And yes, do different congregations that we attend have different norms? Yes. Not necessarily the greatest, but you know, if – and. If I wear a tie to one congregation, I'm not going to call anybody out, but if I wear a tie to one congregation, I'm going to be the only one there, maybe only one out of two there on a Sunday morning that has a tie, mm-hmm. okay? So, um, Leesburg, and it, I'll call us well, out. That would be Leesburg. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> <I> mean, it's <laughs> there's, there's fine. Other it's fine. It is what it is. And, yeah. and, and there, there's other ones, okay? There's one that I frequent even more regular than that, that that's the case. But the reason why I like it, okay, is when when we go to worship and i've always had a problem whenever i saw people flip flops and stand even sparries really like that's a casual boating shoe okay like if you want to look good on your yacht that's fine but when we mm-hmm. go to worship like this taking it as serious i mean looking the same as you would as a backyard barbecue whenever i go <laughs> to worship our savior may not be the the route we need to take because that's not the route our forefathers took we, you wanted to be clean, dressed up, like, and, I, and I've gotten comments, in, and they're deserved, and I'm thankful for them. If I come in Sunday morning not shaving, that kind of stuff, hey, hey, don't you need to shave maybe before Sunday? I mean luckily I grew up around some people that really didn't hide their opinions and helped me shape up. You know, if I show up without a tie, hey, don't you want to dress up for, for you know, God's house for yeah. all worship? You know, I mean like that I, – I see where Matt was going, and I and I've, have seen that as well. Where you don't want people to feel out of place, but I'm okay with them seeing how serious we take church and how serious mm-hmm. we take worship as opposed to, hey, yeah, you feel cool, you feel comfortable. And I've had people argue with that. Like, that's why they never, ever dress up in their life, even for funerals or for weddings or for whatever. And that's, that is an easy way to go through life. I, I kind of wish I could get there in my head to justify it, but I can't. Because there's times whenever we need to dress up as opposed to others. There's different times in our life that some things are more important than others, okay? Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want to be in a t-shirt and raggedy shorts whenever my, my kid was brought into the world, okay? I wanted to look presentable. I knew that it was going to be pictured. I knew that she was going to look back like this. And I wanted dad to look nice, okay? That was an important <laughs> event. Same yep. thing with my with my Sunday, okay? I want to show up better than I've looked all week because this is the most important part of my week is whenever we go mm-hmm. and we, we set time aside and we sacrifice. He has a sacrifice. Guys, my neck is huge. I'm a 17 and a half 33. Okay. Now that doesn't come just off the rack normally. All right. I don't know if y'all know that or not, but those little, and the little spring loaded button extenders, yeah. they <laughs> only work with so much too, especially when you gain a little weight. And the gap shows, and then you end up actually and they have some little elastic buttons and then that pops off right before, whenever you're getting dressed. And so yeah. you try mm-hmm. to use the tie to keep it closed that ain't working and it looks bad and, and just thinking about it, I need to go buy some shirts. But, um, so <laughs> there, there is a sacrifice there. Okay. And it's not comfortable. And then you get confused a little bit. Like, why did we come up with the tie in the first place? So before this topic, I did go and research how we ended up with ties um Mm -hmm. which it actually came about with the um the croatian mercenaries and they kind of have like a scarf going tied around it Mm
4: -hmm. and king
3: louis Mm -hmm. um really liked it and he made it a mandatory accessory for royal gatherings to honor the croatian soldiers that were the mercenaries anyway um la crevette or maybe is that the french word i'm i'm terrible French. I only had one semester of it, but, um, it kind of it was right. It, it, it went, it goes, it goes thicker. It goes thinner. I mean, like there's a lot of different ones, but it is an elegant wearing of clothing kind of to, to tie it to formality. Um, I'm not hating on anybody that doesn't wear a tie. I just, I can make a good argument for it. Um, now, if I never went to a nice restaurant and never had this and never had that, then it'd be a lot easier for me to be like, hey, you know, this is my nicest shirt. You know, it's actually ironed. But since, you know, we do other things and I have business meetings and I have other things where I have to be dressed up, I kind of want to be more dressed up for, for worshiping my savior than those, those events. Definitely more than my backyard barbecue. I, I, I read something on that. Was, the guy was still, I think he was making the point um, for neckties. And he was kind of like, that's because um i'm not just going it for comfort um i don't i don't really have to do anything to suffer for my savior so to to get up and present myself really nice for my savior and show the ones around me like i don't know if you guys do this or not but have you ever passed somebody on a sunday morning and they were dressed up for church and you knew it because of the way they were dressed i don't know about you but it made me feel good okay yeah. it made me feel like hey all is not lost. I'm not the only one going to church, you know, or our church isn't the only one going um, to church this morning. Like people have, have made this, because I get annoyed whenever Sunday morning is just another morning for people, okay? While, while, yes, when we live in the spirit, every day is the Sabbath, I'm okay with us taking the tradition of meeting on Sunday um, to, to worship and honor and to study his word and, and to give him glory. So whenever I see other people dressed up in a tie and a suit, or a coat, or, I mean, and I don't wear coats and suits that often. I do at it can't mean. Um, I want to look nice. I want I want it to be important and everybody to know that I, I care about dressing Here. up nice and clean and presenting myself to the Savior. Um, but anyway, I, I didn't mean to go off on that. I just, I, I still am, and I know it's because of the way I was raised. I don't think I ever saw my, my I know I didn't ever see my grandfather at church on Sunday morning without a tie. And as it was mentioned by Derek, um, our, our leader of this past, uh, for our um, a leader here in Columbia, uh, Mr. Harry Collins um, mm-hmm. Jr., mm-hmm. he always wore a tie, and he was in the same. And, and, and yes, the next generation is a little bit less, and the next generation is a little bit less. But, Lord, help me not to to be the generation that just was like, hey, comfort, you know, just let's just chill, and everybody feels comfortable, and we got our flip-flops on. And if you want to wear shorts, that's fine. I'm not kicking anybody out. I'm happy anybody's there. But mm-hmm. when people make it a point and use that as an excuse to not give that extra reference,
4: mm-hmm.
3: I'm not okay with that because we're still going to worship God. We're still going to, to, to present our bodies and our lives and to praise him and to learn about him. And I still want us to be quiet. I don't want us to be chewing bubble gum. I don't. I mean, like I have a lot of things, you know.
4: <laughs> I want us to be sitting. I don't
3: want, us, you know, kids running all over the place. They've they got to learn to chill a little bit, you know? Um, mm-hmm. If I couldn't chill back in the back seats, guess where I got to chill? I got to chill on the front bench, okay? And that will teach Never. you how to chill pretty quick. So, like, <laughs> you, you know, this, there's, there is a, a, um, a sanctity, there, there is a, a reverence that our church should have. And I don't want us to lose it because there's plenty of places you can go where you can go to a rock concert and call it church. And I'm sure those are great, and it make you feel good. And it's probably more fun, okay? If you're looking for fun, that's probably more fun mode of worship. And it probably mm-hmm. will attract a certain amount of people. But it's not – I don't think it's what I'm called to do. Um, I, I, I feel like more so that I need to give him my all, give him my reverence, give him my praise, and do that throughout and not be lazy with any of it. But that's, that's, that's me. I, I mean, I am a little – Convicted by that, um, probably more so than the next guy, because of my upbringing. Um, but I don't want it to end with me either. You know, I don't want it to be right. on my watch where we just started wearing shorts and just, you know, yeah. running from there to go do the next thing because we fit in our Sunday mornings real quick. Now it's okay for it to take an hour for us to get ready. Um, thank the Lord, I have my wife to get my kids so cute. I, don't, I mean. I don't know if I said you got a picture,
4: but my kids
3: Sunday, like they had like the little tall, little white socks. And the, I mean, it, they were just adorable. And I'm OK with that because that can be our one time to dress up and, and, and take it serious is church. But anyway, I'm passionate about it. Can you tell?
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh. <laughs> so so the only reason you don't wear a tie on Wednesday night is because it's not Sunday
3: pretty much i mean like
2: cuz worship you know, i mean and, it's a worship it's god's house it's this, to me it's you're the right.
3: you So right. the doing stuff on the sabbath that that we, and we hopefully i mean we can get on to that topic um on a future topic on what to do different on the on sunday or do you do anything different on sunday you know that yeah. kind of stuff yeah, um, when is the sabbath? sunday's a sunday's, di- sundays a different breed okay um and and with that Sunday morning, it's sort of like um, a morning service versus a night service at, at a camp meeting, okay? I've always learned <sighs> something nice for a night service than morning service. It's a bigger service. It's a,
4: yeah.
3: a, you know, they're both worshiping. They're both amazing preachers. I've heard better preachers in the morning than at night half the time. You know, like, it's not about, you know, which is the more important thing. It's more of a formality. Um, I'll, I'll give it that. Um, but I'm okay mm-hmm. when we have more formal meetings and then, you know, there's a Bible study, you know. Somebody comes to jeans in the Bible study, and we're not in the sanctuary; we're in the annex. Not that big a deal, okay? Yeah. There's different mm-hmm. levels of formality, and I'm on board with that. Um, but I don't think we throw all formality out the window because we're okay with the jeans at a Bible study. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, no, I I agree on okay. the jeans and then the flip flops and the sandals and the Jibby Buffett style. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. I, don't I, <laughs> I I struggle to wear jeans. Um, I can tell you right now, though, I, there's, a, there's a brother that recently got sanctified that that's all he had um, mm-hmm. in Raleigh. And there was a couple of dear brothers in our congregation that, that wore the jeans um, to, 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 to make him feel comfortable. Right. Um, and, and, and I understand and, that but, but I, I think also too, understand buying, them and, for, and, buying them some pants and, 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 and that has happened and that has yeah, happened hey, hey, mm-hmm. um, and, and thank the Lord that people were willing to to understand that and say hey it's yeah. the fit in and thankfully they weren't the other way around um, right
3: where, they just, but, where but, they just judge them for not exactly, having it exactly. like we have it and, and, I, yeah, think, and they, I think and that, that's more on the spirit and yeah. how they're going to come across they can come up with exactly they and
2: I think too yeah. like um, and that's the biggest thing you know I, we, I know better. You know, I know I'm not going to wear shorts yep. and I'm not going to wear flip flops. And you know, I've, i i am hard pressed to talk myself into wearing flip flops and and jeans to serve in the cafeteria. Um, yeah, I'll go run
3: back and change. It only takes three minutes. But like, um, I mean, like I've seen people like do yeah. the short things. Like, oh, I'm serving. I'm like, but it I would feel take like you seriously three minutes to change your pants in the shorts. Yeah.
2: And I mean, but it is That's what it is. But I, I think yeah. I think it's what it sounds like is uh, I think a lot of people just because um, I mean I used to do this. I would wear a towel on Sunday morning, take my towel for Sunday night. I don't know why yeah, that even really really. I don't I don't understand. I guess because I just in my mind I mentally thought it was a casual service. It um, is the more casual. Still, service it was on, still. It, yeah, it is. But night, it was still the yeah. Sabbath. I mean, Sabbath didn't stop yeah. once once we had dinner at church and said mm-hmm. and went home. Um, so I don't know why I did that. I mean, that that's probably, it, it, and I just I people
4: because
3: people around you are doing it. I mean, like it's more casual. People have taken a nap. Their shirts a little bit more wrinkled.
4: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: it's it's a commonplace <laughs> not to put on a fresh shirt for Sunday night. You know, Sunday morning, mm-hmm. everybody that they're the best, the stiffy. We're gonna read our verses. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that.
2: Exactly. Sunday
3: night, you're, you're you know, your your shirts gonna be a little wrinkled. Yeah. it's not gonna be quite as quite as night, but it's been a long day. You know, so. well mm
0: mm-hmm. yeah we would it, i mean and that's uh, you know talking about different ones coming in you know when i moved from raleigh to to leesburg so raleigh was probably more of a the culture of the crowd was more coat and tie
4: mm-hmm. moving
0: to leesburg and the culture is totally different um and there are some that come in who maybe don't have not many but there are some who don't have the financial means and and even if they did they don't have the I mean, the spiritual wherewithal to understand that degree of sacrifice is just not there. Um, it's yeah. it's kind of like when the early apostles, they said, you know, let's not lay on them any except these kind of baser things and just stay from idols and don't fornicate and things of such of that nature. So, but there is, I would agree with Josh in that there is some arguments to be made to where you there still needs to be a certain standard that is upheld or mm-hmm. else no one will anybody who does come in will not aspire to it. They won't know yeah. any different. And I don't know where that standard is. I struggle with saying, okay, if you take a tie off then you're below the standard. I don't think you're saying that, Josh. I'm just saying no, I I, I think right. there's a certain there is a certain level of dress that needs to segregate oneself from and it is biblical. I mean I mean you need to come in garment.
4: Yeah, there's a what reverence is, to
0: it, you know.
4: Yeah,
0: and when you come in, you're I'm not I'm not going to YMCA. I mean, there is a certain reverence to, to 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 entering God's house. Um, and what's interesting though, we we run out of time, but maybe we get this another time is that um, it's so fascinating how sometimes certain topics just take off and other topics. But, um, I did not expect
1: this one to take off. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it. I was going to use this one as an icebreaker because I was like, oh, okay. No time it's wrong. So, but it, it, I love it when we examine, um,
0: examine what we do through the Word of God. That's what I try to do. And honestly, really, truly, because I had someone come to me about this and say, well, God doesn't care what you wear. And I said, no, hold on now, brother. Read your Bible. God has a, quite a lot to say about what we wear, especially women. In fact, the Bible has much more exhortation for women's dress than men's dress, and I think that's for a lot of reasons. But, um, but there mm-hmm. is a certain there is a certain standard for dress that God expects out of His people, um, and and I do believe it. Personally, I believe it has more to do with plainness and modesty, and sobriety, and also just yeah. divorce from the world than. Um, then, uh, then maybe, uh, I guess levels of fashion.
2: Well, yeah, uh, I think too, you see a lot of those older gentlemen in our church, you know, Brother Harry being the thing, he his didn't, you know, he wasn't wearing like the the flashy suit. It was to right. me, it was basic, and I think there's it a disconnect was. versus like wearing the pocket, pocket, you know, thing in your code and doing this and doing that and the cufflinks. And I mean, I, that's all who you say, but you know, what I'm saying, but he was his was. What what Patrick said was very interesting. His was very what I noticed with him, and I noticed with some of the the elders in our church in Raleigh congregation. It's very plain, plain dressed suits.
3: Yes, but it, 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 it appropriate dress. And I read this appropriate dress generates a certain atmosphere of mm-hmm. respect. Okay, mm-hmm. there there is a certain like, and, and even even with restaurants and stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. if you go to a nice steakhouse or something like that, there is an, a level of of respect the atmosphere of respect that is created by our dress so we have to be Mm -hmm. a little mindful of that too that you know what we're doing here we're creating an atmosphere with what we're doing and if we want to create an atmosphere of reverence and respect it's not it's not it's not just about hey look at me you know in in, uh, and i'm agreeing with that matt i mean it's not about like a flashy suit or you know this that and the other wow you've got a lot of money because you dress really nice because you don't have to. I mean, you can wear plain, respectful clothing mm-hmm. and it not cost an arm and a leg. That makes yeah, sense. I mean, I knew, um,
0: I've known people that they literally spent more time getting ready for church than they did being in church. In the church. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, and so and, and honestly, like that was part of why God worked on me about the, about, like I said, about the bow ties, is because it's because I would spend not a lot of time, but quite a bit of time deciding what outfit to wear. And there's just one day the Lord was like, what are you doing? I mean come on this is
4: yeah
0: where's your priorities and so but you don't throw the baby out with the wash water either um no. and honestly what a part of what convicted me to start dressing a little plainer and 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 at one point in time you know dressed with coat and tie um was being around uncle harry and uncle ben and, and but and the culture was when i was younger the culture was just like you said josh those men who i re- revered and looked up to that's what they wore on Sunday. That's what they. I can remember going yeah. to church on Sunday at camp meeting and forgetting it was Sunday morning, and I was wearing a collared shirt. And I can remember going back to the cabin and changing and coming back to church because I felt so out of place. And it's just yeah. there was a desire to be a part of that that culture. And
3: right or wrong, well, that's not necessarily um, a bad thing either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it. it, it I don't know if it is or not, and I don't. I mean, like, is it a positive peer pressure or a negative one or whatever? But there is a level of reverence that we gave them, and that played into it. Okay, if 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 they didn't have that and they didn't have that level of respect on our, you know, to our services, it it would have manifested into our reverence of them as well, and and receiving their message as well. You know, if they came up there looking casual, like you know, they're gonna go serve in the cafeteria, and then they were preaching that night, like Brother Floyd's up there. And uh, and just chinos and some fairies, It would not. It would not vibe. with, what are with The, the reverence. Chinos like a, a casual khakis. You know, Uncompleted khakis.
0: Yeah, yes. unpleated khakis. We'll see. my right, pretty. different. different. They had. What attracted me about now looking back on it was that they had conviction. Yeah. Um, I mean, who's to say if a tie or no tie? I mean, I don't. Uh, but but it it especially it it just the level of conviction was so strong that that it was in every facet of their life and even to this day i I revere that now that they're long gone well not long gone but they are gone now but looking back on their lives it's just like it's like you want to aspire to that level of conviction that no matter where i go i'm you know, uh, you know, this is what this is what God requires of me, and and I'm gonna do it regardless of what anybody else, you know, says about me. So me as a young man, I was doing it more towards to try to emulate them. Of course, now in my thirties, I realize now I'd much rather emulate their conviction, um, and their conviction about their convictions. So,
1: um, and to have they, that they, same. Sorry, go ahead, buddy. They dressed. I was just saying they dressed up like, um, all the time. Like, it wasn't necessarily that, yes, they wore a suit in church, and a lot of times they would probably wear a suit out of church, but it, it seems our dad's generation, um, I guess my dad's probably older than y'all, but not by much. But anyway, that generation of men, they didn't, like, at least all the ones I'm thinking of off the top of my head, they, they dressed nice every day, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um and I don't know, I can't think of any of them that were painters or something who— but I'm saying, like, well, a lot of them were home builders, you know, so um, I guess they didn't really have to, uh, you know, they weren't really dressed in, in nasty clothes or nothing. But, you know, even like thinking back, like when I was in Hilton Head, like we went to the beach and, like, probably one of the one of probably the one of two times I ever went to the beach with my dad, he didn't. It was still khaki pants.
4: And it was on
1: the beach. And he, he Rice Beach. I remember it yeah. like plain as day. Rifle beach. Yeah.
3: Rolled up he the sleeves. The, Might have, he unbuttoned the second button. Like he wasn't. Oh, yeah. he, he <laughs> was getting risky. So he, he was getting risky. Yeah, he had <laughs> the second button down. So he was He activated
1: comfort mode, rolled the rolled
3: rolled the up the, the sleeve.
2: Yeah. Rolled I was like, Easy, <laughs> easy pop. Easy, knocked easy. off the dress socks. He did yeah. not he did not do the half cut with DK. <laughs> See you look at DK. Yeah. you like, man, is he a serious man? Does oh, he care about man. the gospel? <laughs> I
4: mean, no, but that,
2: that's a good point. point. That's a the good point. point he's preaching that, to people. And, anyway, go ahead, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Derek. Go ahead. No, well, yeah.
1: well, the the point being that they it wasn't a, a, yeah, a exactly. face or something they put on when they came to church. I mean, yeah. they were that way. From what I understand and all the experiences that I had with these people, it was that way. Um, and it you know you could say well that might have been that that was their culture, you know, that was just how men did back in the day. Um, you know, you could say our culture is different, but regardless, I don't, I think that that mentality is, is one to aspire to as well to, you know, you know, to, to be presentable no matter where you're at, you know, mm-hmm. it, you yeah. don't want, I don't want to be the person that's different in church than I am out of church, you yeah. know, and, and I, whatever, and whatever you want to call that however many instances, you know, everything about I'm not going to wear a tie, and tie to church, work.
3: But I understand
1: what you're saying. I'm not, yeah, yeah, well, and and I don't get dressed to up either. to go to work. You know, yeah. I don't. I mean, I'm not in sales or nothing. So, um, mm-hmm. and I don't have people. You know, you have office jobs that require you to, to dress a certain way. Right. And that's good. I have to have so, a I have
3: to have a a collared shirt and pants on every day. So whenever yeah. I go to church, and it probably does change for me because when I go to church, I can go straight from the office like on a Wednesday night or you know whatever. But, but I don't want to do that on Sunday morning. Right. I, yeah. yeah. Exactly. You and and but I, on course. Sunday morning, I want to look a little bit nicer than that, um, yeah. because that's what I do all week. Um, yeah. So it, it it is contingent on what. On, but you on are dressing are, nicer
1: on Sunday morning than you are. So I'm saying like so there are some people. And I'm right. I'm just saying there. You could look at it from the other way and say, well, there's there's people who who are in sales who wear suit and ties every day, and then on Sunday yeah, morning they they around down they, for church. they dress down because they're yeah. tired of wearing them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going for comfort now, you know, and that, you, whatever you want to call that. But my, I'm just saying that I, I aspired to, to be like that older generation that, that looks, that looks presentable outside of church, you know, as well. And not like,
4: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, but, but we all have different jobs and you're, you know, if you're, you know, if you're a painter or, you know, a a ditch digger or something, then you're not going to look, look nice every single day, you know, mm-hmm. um, but you know, then it's you could always carry a change of clothes in your car or something, but Yeah.
2: Spiffy up. Come on. You you
1: you all I mean, yeah. you don't understand what I'm saying. Thank Use you some you dry know. shampoo, okay? <laughs> I with mean, a crazy.
2: It's so is it more I important have... to to, 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 to look <laughs> <more> nice?
1: <advice? laughs> Josh. Josh hit the hit the nail on the head. You know, there is reverence to be to be uh, I don't know how you would say that. It so affects you, you need a, you need a reverence. You, yeah. Right. Well it, you need to that reverence. It. But it's not to the point that um you know that you know you missed church because you had to go home and change your clothes
2: yeah you know, i'm not i'm like, not like, coming to no now. sandals in columbia church i, may not no, I mean i, I wouldn't make it door i wouldn't, I wouldn't do <laughs> that yeah Josh, <laughs> I, I know when i come to I'm columbia stopped, I, stopped
0: I know i know I'm to bring a coat and tie
2: when well,
4: everybody's not gonna the be eyeballing, eye-balling yeah. us,
1: they can't meet now. Yeah, they're no, like, man, be us he's been like, like a slob. That was all uh-huh. Much of uh-huh. Every time we're gonna be serving at the cafeteria, and everybody's gonna be eyeballing our feet. Like,
4: That's why I'm I not preaching, Derek. Got
2: nasty toes. That's why you're not preaching, uh, Derek. might <laughs> be, yeah.
4: I just,
0: Honestly, I just don't want to be out of fellowship. <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, I'm going with yeah. God's people. If all God's people want to wear a coat and tie, I wear a coat and tie. If all God, I'm not wearing yeah. flip flops. I'm not.
4: I don't, <laughs> don't want to be I well of your feet. Out
0: of fellowship. We're okay with that. Uh, I wanna be in the fellowship. And if I well, I'm gonna, more,
1: if am
3: <laughs> out of fellowship, convicts, I want to be in the fellowship. You
1: know, and, if, 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 I, is,
3: there's if multiple I'm in people fellowship, that it, have had convictions. Yeah. Well if I'm in that fellowship, I haven't done a good job of explaining why we need to reverence the uh, the sanctuary. And so I need to do better at that. Yes, so, and and be, yeah. oh I got, go I got
2: something. I got something. I got a trend that needs to stop. I figured. Okay. It, oh, sorry, man. I feel it, it, you, man, Josh hit <laughs> a nail on the head. And for all listeners out there, cell phones in church. Hallelujah! Um, can't do it, man. I saw a I guy texting
1: another guy habit. to the other it, side
2: of the it, church. It, it, no, yeah. that that's got to be a that's we're taught. We're in that one maybe for next week. Yeah. That that's my. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, I it it a, might uh, hurt yeah. me. It hurts me more more than seeing some people wear the, the, the nice looking Crocs. Not in church though. No, Crocs. no, no, no. There is some Crocs. They look like Sperry's. And I've Uh-oh. seen the elders nice. wear the Crocs. And I'm like,
4: oh, those
2: on a Wednesday night. Obviously not on, some, on Sabbath. Oh, that would be That's good. Now. They, Crocs yeah. and church? Oh. They're not, they don't look like Crocs at all. They look like a Oh, I don't know what they... What are we coming to?
3: Like This is where it goes, guys. Crocs and church. <laughs>
2: oh. They might have plantar fasciitis or something, and they have to like, wear uh, Doctor approved. Uh, uh, get some ortho shoes. You know, the huge <laughs> <laughs> the ones they are tanned with the
3: laces. Velcros. No yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, man.
2: I might have to wear well, a tie.
0: We have, uh, yeah, guys, i Yeah, i have then. to... I'm gonna have to cut us off. Um, wow, I'm horrible. At, I'm horrible at this job. Y'all We need to have. We need, need to have a.
1: Uh, we need to have a subject about budgeting. Time, you know, that would be a good one. Yeah, yeah. That, would that would be a good, one. good <laughs> one. How about
4: negative oh, eighteen
1: minutes from a dad jokes? Negative. I'm
3: in the negative. Yeah, you're in the negative now. Journey, go ahead and. Uh, and All right. And dad jokes. Well, you guys and are in we'll luck. Wrap it up. You guys are in luck. There's only one official submission. Um, I just, wow. just, I mean, you guys, I mean, making it easy for somebody to win this stuff. I mean, maybe the prizes need to be better. I'm giving away free stuff here, and I get one submission on a
2: dad joke. I'm it's, just, I'm just
3: saying. Um, I mean, this, maybe we need have mom jokes,
2: or something. Joshy, uh, maybe your, so. Your prizes would be a suit and tie.
3: Maybe <laughs> you're just doing a tie.
1: <laughs> Joseph a. Banks. Well,
3: uh, well, the the uh, the submission this week and the winner. Was from a female, oh. so I don't know what she'd do with a tie. But um, there, there's a lot of dad jokes out there. Her boyfriend could okay, like, stand it.
4: Yeah, that's, that's true.
3: <laughs> Go ahead. I just googled like, and there was 105 dad jokes. Like, hey, what's the difference? Since we were on the topic, difference between a poorly dressed man on a tricycle <laughs> and a well dressed man on a bicycle.
1: One of them's driving a tricycle. A Attire.
3: Uh, Attire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yes, Yes, a tire is the difference. Uh Um, hey, y'all know how many apples grow on a tree? How many? All of them. All of them. Uh, All the apples in the whole world grow on one tree. No, they grow on a tree. Like if an apple is growing, it's on a tree. How many apples grow on a tree? All the apples grow on a tree. All just being contentious. Oh, my dear. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, what do you call a factory that sells passable products? Passable products. Product. A satisfactory.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. A so I
3: mean like y'all can come up with better ones than that, right? I mean, no, like, those are pretty gold. Okay. Gold so Maybe send told. in your send in your joke submissions to speak as you're moved at gmail.com, please. I need some new material. But Rainey <laughs> from James Island, South Carolina, writes oh, of course, in, rainy. What's the drummer." Uh, thank you, Rainey, for being the one thank submission. You, I mean right. <laughs> Somebody's gotta win some
1: I know. Carrying us. What is Skunk Saber.
3: What did what did the drummer call his twin daughters?
4: No clue.
3: Anna
4: one, Anna Two, <laughs> Anna, one. Anna One, Anna Two. <laughs> One, two,
3: three, four. Oh, there we go. And a one and a two. There we go. Ba-dum-tsh. Yes, I need some uh, sound effects. But you guys, get into dad jokes. I got you. She is the winner of a warm and cooling herbal aromatherapy neck and shoulder plush wrap. See, she just started college, and this is going to be great. You can throw this in the <laughs> microwave, heat it up. I wish I had one on right now. My shoulders are tight. I've been driving, been looking at plans. This thing provides soothing muscle pain and relief therapy 100% natural lavender and oil, herb spa blend using the microwave or the freezer so that is coming to her prime day normally takes two and uh, two days and she will have that at her location in James Island so congrats to her um, dad joke MVP dad joke MVP now actually I picked the prize based on it being a girl, because I, I was thinking, like, hey, maybe a tie, maybe something. But I, I'll switch it up depending on who you are, if you've got a winner. So put a winner in our inbox, moved at gmail.com. Thank you guys for the time. Thank you, everyone, for tuning
0: in. And Brother Derek Roebuck, would you please pray and dismiss for
1: us? Yes, sir. Dear <laughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you for this night. We thank you for the opportunity to get on here and to fellowship with our brothers, and to uh, hopefully talk about some topics, Lord, that that might bring conviction to us and maybe bring conviction to to some listeners, Lord, and that can that can overall glorify you. Um, we just thank you for this opportunity. We pray that you would be with uh, be with everybody, keep us safe, Lord, and help us to always walk in your way. Keep us holy and humble, and all this we ask in your name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. amen thank you all thank for you tuning dear. in appreciate it guys y'all have a good week a good next one. week same time same place that's right same time same Same time monday 8 30. <laughs>